Hi y'all, this is Rebecca Botter and welcome to the Search for Pink podcast. If you are listening right now, I have either sent you this link um, because you've asked about how to start a podcast, you've clicked on it randomly, or um, I have, I'm also going to be including a ton of podcast suggestions at the end um, because people come to me and ask and I also, let's be honest, just give out suggestions that no one is asking for. So maybe for the holidays, um, you're going to be traveling and you want some podcast suggestions, please hang tight. I think this is interesting in general, even if you don't think you're going to be starting a podcast, just because this is a creative project I've been working on on for a long time, and I have failed a lot, and then I've learned some, and um, I'm proud of how far I've come, uh, just in what I know. I wish I could have heard this a year ago. So... Uh, let's just begin with what is your podcast. This is, so I'm going to be doing it in two sections, explaining um, some common questions and some common things I've learned that I think would be applicable. And then also I'm going to be talking about um, podcasts that you should look to to learn. Um, I guess I can use that to kick off. Um, a lot of people think that they should have a podcast because we all love to hear ourselves talk. We all find ourselves very interesting. Um, a guy I was dating once told me, he was like, well, everyone's favorite topic is themselves. And so if you can get someone to talk about themselves, they will enjoy the conversation. He was right. I hung out with him way too much because he asked me a lot of questions about myself, which now it's honestly worth it because I use that uh, with my guest and it works. People love talking about themselves. So all that to say, people think they should have a podcast. And a guy reached out to me and kind of wanted the skinny, very fast version of how to create a podcast. And he said, well, it's just when my friend so-and-so and and I talk together, there's just something magical that happens. And we can just talk forever. And I'm like, okay, what would you want the podcast to be about? And he's like, I don't really know. Like, just kind of like what's going on? And um, I bet it is really magical for them when they are together. But just to be honest, no one is as interested in you just kind of talking as you are. So defining what your podcast is about, um, I think that's important. I, if you look at mine, you're like, this isn't super specialized, Rebecca. You're just having conversations with creatives. It has become more specialized as it's gone along. I mostly talk to actors and also um, mental health is really important to me. And we've begun to talk about that a little bit more. But you know what? If you're having that thought, you are completely right. I could have it more specialized. People are like, well, you should do very specific niche episodes. Working on that, and I would love to. Um, But once you hear my recommendations, I am really, really, really passionate about the interview format. And um, it is something I'm good at. And it is something I adore doing. So until I find something very niche and specialized that I feel like I can dive into. I am doing this for my own personal enjoyment and I'm good at it and I love to interview people. Do as I say, not as I do, okay? Okay, when you're beginning, if you've asked me for advice, ask your friends for advice on pitching them this podcast. How does this sound if I talked to all firefighters? I don't know. If I look into articles about the 1940s leather industry, uh, I don't know, dude. But whatever it is, talk to your friends about it and everyone will have an opinion. Everybody will. But guess what? 
Also listen to your instincts. So my sister and I consume about three to four to five hours of podcast a day and um, we love long form interviews. I love them and if I enjoy an episode, I'm fine with it being as long as possible. I'm just going to be starting it, pausing it, starting it, pausing it as I get out it of the car and whatnot, I was told by a lot of people, don't make sure the episodes aren't too long because I don't want to start listening to a really long episode. But the people that were saying that were people that really don't, I don't think love interviews the way Mary and I did. So my first episode, you are more than welcome to go back to it. I cut it up a lot and then I used musical transitions in between because I was like, okay, cool. I shaved off 15 seconds. I shaved off half a second. I was I was literally cutting out ums and likes because I was trying so hard to get my time down. Um, bless her heart. I worked so hard on getting that episode down, but I actually really loved that interview. Madeline's become a very dear friend to me and it, it's a lovely interview. I think it's fine that I cut some stuff out. I also cut out some personal stuff that interviews go personal and not personal, so I'm, I'm cutting stuff out anyways. But um, but yeah, I, I took those input to heart and they are completely valid in there. I don't want it to be too long, but I love long podcasts. If it's good, I'll listen to it till the cows come home. I'll usually listen to episodes one after another just because I like listening to this person. So you do you. Also, where was I going with that? Podcast, long form, advice. Oh, okay. So your audience. You have friends and family who love you, but guess what they get to do? They can call you up at any time and talk to you. So guess what? My best friend in the whole wide world, Annie, I love you. She was listening to one of my episodes with one of the coolest people I've had on. Pretty big deal. Annie also doesn't listen to a ton of podcasts, but she was like, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Not in a bad way. I know it's love, but she's like, it's kind of annoying listening to you talk because I keep wanting to interject and say something. She, and so your friends talk to you all the time, putting you on for an hour plus if they see you often, they might not really do it. Whenever a friend tells me they listen to it, that means the absolute world to me because it means that they're fine with pretty much being stuck in a car with me a little bit longer. So that's why if you were doing a, um, an interview format, as I do usually, um, except for this random informative one, um, make sure the guest is good. So that's what we're going to talk to. Still going with instincts, your guest. Guys, I literally made a list for this. I am so proud of myself. Your guest. Okay? Make sure they're good. Listen. Follow your instincts. I have received emails from people saying that their client, I think there's some services that book people onto podcasts, their client would be a great guest for my podcast. I've checked them out and I was like, cool, they have X amount of followers. I I, I mean, I guess, sure. Then, then it like, it went fine. It was fine, but it wasn't one of those exciting interviews that would have been as great if I would have reached out to the person. I know it's more work, to uh and you know what amazing people might say they want to come on the podcast that has also happened but then once I saw that submission I was like oh wait no that would be amazing I've been meaning to get her on this is so cool that she's asked um I even had someone say I was like hey y'all who would you like on the podcast and I had um a friend who's great but she said oh I'll do it and we had a lovely catch up over zoom I'm glad we did it 
and I will be honest, I had to cut out a lot. It was not my best episode. It has nothing to do with her. The fact that someone like volunteers like, well, I'll do it. That's not the point. Um, I would say if you cannot consistently get great guests, right now I'm taking a little bit of a break and then once that podcast juice starts flowing again, I will start thinking of more guests and I, I like to put them out once a week when I'm doing it. Listen to your instincts. It's more work to reach out to people, reach out to people. While I'm saying that, rejection. Literally, y'all, I reached out to an author who's really cool who followed me, used to watch all my stories. And I reached out and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Would you come on? She said yes. Literally, I was in the office of my therapist and I like freaked out and I was like, I'm doing a podcast now. She said she would do it. So I I guess I'm doing it. And then I asked other guests. I was getting really excited. Guess what, y'all? The day of the interview. Still love her books. Read the advanced copy I got, which was cool. Um, Her like team was like, "Uh, she's busy with publicity. She's not going to do it. I don't think it was her call. I reached out again and she didn't respond. All that to say, it sucks because she doesn't watch my stories anymore. But, and it's fine. Still think she's majorly talented, but you're going to get turned down. I've talked about how there was an actress I was really excited to have on. And then she started getting a little bit more popular because we had to reschedule. And in that like month gap, she became a way bigger deal. And um, her publicist, she was like, actually, let me ask my publicist and then my publicist will reach out to you. I got turned down. Y'all, I've been ghosted. I've been sitting in my bedroom waiting for people to join the meeting. And then I have literally gotten ghosted. I kid you not. And it took everything not to freak out. All that to say, be ambitious with who you ask, but um, also be okay with getting no's. I don't think I've gotten a lot of no's, but then I actually look at how many no's I've gotten and um, it's a lot or mostly I'm just ghosted. They don't respond and it's a little awkward if they like still follow me because that's still a thing, but also it's completely valid. They can do what they want and um, yeah, say la vie, life goes on. Um, So let's see, not everyone is going to like you. If you're sitting down to a first date You are not going to have a perfect first date with everyone. What is it, Rosie? Rosie? Anyways, some interviews go better than others. Here is how you can set yourself up for success with those interviews. Send them an email before very clearly detailing what you need. You need them to be in a room, hopefully a bedroom. And I usually specify this, but every once in a while I haven't and I forgot. Give yourself 15 minutes to sit in front of that and test your mic before they jump on the Zoom. Mostly, people that are guests are pretty nervous. And I would say 95% of them have been very on the ball. So be early, be prepared. Research your guests before. I used to be so cute and nerdy. And like, look at every single article. Once I creeped a woman's Pinterest board before and I like referenced a movie she had pinned and she like didn't know what I was talking about. That's how much research I used to do. Now, for the most part, if I'm interviewing an actor, which is often, um, I definitely watch all of their work. If they are a small role in something, I do fast forward sometimes and I look just for their scenes, um, which has given me an interesting look 
at uh, some of the shows, but and honestly, it's fine. I watch everything that they do and I do as much research, but then it's kind of like prepping as much as you can and then opening your hands and letting what happens happens. It's pretty, very similar um, to acting, actually. Um, so anyways, instruct them. Bedroom is ideal. Um, I honestly, I schedule things over Zoom still. If I can meet in person, now I do. But let them know that you want them to be inside. Give them an idea of how long it's going to take. I always say an hour. If we're flowing, we're flowing. And I make sure that I have at least an hour before I have to get somewhere else because you never want to cut off a great conversation. It is the worst when a conversation is going well and you're the one that has to go. Oh, it sucks. I've really hated that. Um, oh, I wrote down in my list, it will suck. Let's just throw that in. Y'all, I had some amazing people on my podcast the first like eight episodes, the first season, and I might want to re-interview them someday, honestly, because those interviews were not that good. I mean, they were charming, but I actually wasn't interviewing. I was just hanging out with them. Same thing that that guy said. There's something magical when we're together. Sure, it's magical for you guys, but that doesn't necessarily mean the audience is going to get anything out of it. Now, I did receive some really sweet comments about it in general, but I know I could do it better, and that's fine. I always want to think I can do something better that I did last year, you know? Also, ask yourself why you want to do it. Um, Y'all, when I first got this, I was like, this is, this is the thing. I'm an actor, but this will be like how I pay my bills. How amazing. I'm so smart. Y'all, that didn't happen. Maybe one day. That would be amazing. I love doing this. That might not be the case. Okay? So why are you doing it? A lot of people might not listen to it. Okay? Unless you're famous, people probably won't, at least initially. And, um... So you got to ask yourself why you're doing it. And um, if you love it, like I love doing this and I love, honestly, mostly the guests I've got to meet are just amazing and have really enriched my life. life. Um, so I'm doing it for me. And whenever I get sweet comments, um, like some people have said, oh my gosh, this one was so amazing. I've listened to it multiple times. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for the bottom of my heart. But also I'm going to keep doing this. Uh, because I love it, you know? Ask yourself why you're doing it. I'm sorry, you're probably not going to become Call Your Daddy and become giant after one episode, okay? All right, y'all, let's get... Oh, by the way, I use the Yeti mic. The Yeti blue mic, I can send you a link if you want. I met with a sound tech who's a regular at my coffee shop, and he suggested this one, and honestly, a lot of people use it. I use the Yeti mic, and I edit in Audacity. I'm not great at tech stuff, and it's pretty easy. All right. I sound okay. Could be better. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. Interviewers to listen to. I stand by this. I think the best interviewer of all time is Mark Marin. Um, putting in your 10,000 hours is so true. I know I've gotten so much better and I've only put in a small amount in comparison. He has been interviewing people for 20 plus years on his podcast. He has over a thousand interviews. They're all great conversations. He, he He's a very interesting man. He's a very specific man. He's very honest, but I don't even really think it's his personality as much as he has done this for so long. Everybody gives a great interview with him. Um, so check out the Obama episode. Honestly, it is always up. It never goes behind a paywall and it's amazing. Obama, like no one has ever 
done an interview with him. I promise you. And I still think about details from that interview. Okay. Um, kind of like a lesser tier of that. I think after that is probably Alec Baldwin. My sister listens to the Audra McDonald episode all the time. Because he's such an A-lister, he's more at home and at ease. So for interview styles, definitely listen to Alec and Mark Maron. They're very different. And then we have some celebrity ones, Dax, uh, Whitney Cummings, Justin Long. It's interesting because they're also famous, but also they are putting a lot of their personal lives into the interviews like Mark does, but it doesn't get people to open up as well as Mark does. He's just very specifically disarming. Um, Also, listen to all three of those podcasts, though, all the time. Um, For Justin Long, I suggest the Sam Rockwell episode. For Whitney, I really liked the Miranda Cosgrove episode and um, the Amanda Knox one. And then for Dax, Gwyneth uh, Paltrow. Freaking love that episode with Gwyneth. I love Gwyneth. I think there are two. Awards Chatter is really great. He gets comments all the time from the people that he's interviewing of like, oh my gosh, how did you know that about me? He does his research. I bet he has a team who does their research. Um, so anyways, he's a good example of someone very professional. I don't know anything about his personal life. Nothing. I don't know how to do that. Um, but he's so well researched and so professional. He does a great job. Awards Chatter. Call Her Daddy is fantastic um she also gives out love advice and I have a love section on my podcast list she has encouraged me so much just of like my own sexuality um how to approach romantic relationships she's very direct she's very blunt she's very brassy it's kind of her vibe brassy has anyone ever called her brassy good lord I'm old um but anyways she is very much herself and I think a lot of people want to create a podcast like call her daddy and they can't she is very original and very specific and she got love Lucky, but also she is so talented. I've been binging all of her episodes. Um, listen to the Cassie David podcast. Um, oh, and that leads us into how do you find a podcast that you like? So many people tell me, oh my gosh, I should listen to podcasts as if like they're saying I should give blood or something. Dude, do whatever you want. You know, just do whatever you want. But if you were trying to get into podcast, literally how I have found every single podcast episode here, either a celebrity I already like share that they're on a certain episode or I'm interested by someone like Cassie David, uh, Larry David's daughter, and I searched her on the podcast app and I just listened to every single interview she had ever done because I think she's interesting. From doing that, I was like, oh, I really like this host. Who else have they interviewed? Oh my gosh, I love that person. And then all of a sudden, I'm listening to the whole back catalog. That's how I discovered the Vial file. Blah, blah, the Vile Files um, with Nick Vial from The Bachelor. Um, I listen to his episodes every single week. I love him. His Ask Nick episodes, he gives great dating, dating advice. Seriously has changed my life. Um, but that's how I found his podcast. I wouldn't have without searching for Kazzy. And that's also how I found the Call Her Daddy podcast is because I like listening to Kazzy. So I might like who talks to her. Um, let's see. Some specialty podcasts, Dolly Parton's America is very informative. I don't, if you have time to make something as informative as Dolly Parton's America, which is NPR, uh, my mind is blown. It's amazing. That's just a great podcast about Dolly Parton. You will be surprised at how much you love it. 
Um, about movies, how did this get made and unspooled? I think they're also two very good, they're both Paul Shear podcasts. They are great examples of people who have been doing podcasts for so long. So they are so comfortable and so easy, but interesting and they're not trying too hard. When you make your first few episodes, you are going to be trying way too hard. That is okay. I for sure was. I still am. But listening to people who have done it so long, it's great. Um, let's see celebrity memoir book club I'm actually referencing them because I think they're a great example of the vial files too you've really I've really heard Nick come into his own and get more confident and um sorry I just got an email that I didn't get cast in something cool <laughs> um but anyway celebrity memoir book club they read celebrity memoirs and then they review it the next week they are two both two female comedians and um and they have been really honestly mean in some of the episodes and they used to say like guys if you think we're too honest like that's just our vibe but I think as I've listened to them grow as host they have learned how to be funny and cutting and observant like harsh but I think they've realized they don't have to be just as like she's a dumb hoe I don't know if she's ever they've ever said that but very close um still are very critical um I think a great episode to listen to of theirs is the Caroline Calloway episode where she comes on to defend Lena Dunham I it was so interesting um a lot of people are interested by Caroline Calloway um I've actually never done a podcast dive of listening to every interview she's done but that was a really interesting one and it was at the beginning of, I think, of those hosts finding their footing of um, how to be critical and funny and are finally, I think, learning how to do that. I think they've gained more confidence, so they felt less of a need to be shocking, if that makes sense. And I'm really proud of them. I'm enjoying the podcast more. I always did. Um, but yeah, anyways, if you like historical stuff, you must remember this is amazing. Their series on... Uh, Charles Manson is a separate, they've, they've separated it into its own thing and it's one of the most interesting things I've ever listened to. Noble Bloods for History, um, this is important to me as a great movie summary podcast with, they're both comedians and they're both podcaster, or they're both comedians, they're doing a podcast together where they're summarizing movies and I think they're also a great example of comedians are often the most, uh, comfortable speaking Anyways, they're both very comfortable together. It's interesting listening to their relationship dynamics. And also they're funny and interesting to listen to. Um, anyways, yeah, I hope that helped. I hope you like some of those suggestions. Once again, just like an actor who's like, I naturally make funny faces. Literally, it's someone tell me this. I naturally make really funny faces and I'm good at funny voices. So I don't think I need to take an acting class. That is not true. Y'all, if you want to have a podcast, if you want to be the next Joe Rogan, if you want to be the next um, Alex Cooper, you've got to listen to podcasts. Not as much as me. I just happen to really, really enjoy them. They're great for my anxiety. Um, music often stresses me out, honestly. Um, and it, it makes me spiral. And uh, I have found podcasts just, they're one of the best things in my life. I, I really love them. I'm so passionate about it. If you have any other questions, please text me, DM me, email me. If you are on the Apple podcast and if you've enjoyed this, please give me five stars. If you have an issue with me, message me. Don't leave me no stars. Um, and also check me out on Spotify. 
if you haven't already. It's the same stuff, but I'm enjoying the Spotify app better. Um, anyways, I love you guys. I did a great job. Usually I tell myself I'm going to before. Um, yeah. All right. Love you guys. I hope you have a lovely day. All right. Bye-bye.